nothing they can do with a nigga I'm too cool and too smooth for the new school A true groove, brand new moves Worse liquor than a pimp with a limp I'm really the shit, my baby, I can get you hip I'm not the lamest, I'm far from famous My reputation stainless, check who I came with Then my brothers, we was really popping, baby Ain't no other options, all the mother niggas Not shit, all they wanna do is gossip, that's for sure though They out here trying to get like me And when I hear you talking, girl, you try to speak like me I say in all the commotion, stay with me and stay focused I can get you up and I do really good at coaching Make you think a nigga handsome, yeah But we can turn this to the anthem you managing your own shit and running your own shit, like you have to be on top of everything possible. <sighs> Staying as busy as possible, cause if I don't stay busy, <laughs> shit keeps moving without me. What do you mean? Like nothing stops in our world. Like for the things that we have going on in our lives outside of our crafts, like the shit just does not stop. So. As far as, like, being a musician goes. Yeah, that don't stop. It don't. Like, the shit keeps moving. The bills keep piling up. The complaints keep coming. That's crazy. Like, being a... Like what? Like, you need to get your shit together. Or or shit need to get better, like, on your end. (laughs) Shit don't stop. Like, being an independent artist is tough, man. Not saying that we should be given a bunch of credit or anything like that, but it takes a lot of courage to be an independent artist because it's like you're independent. You're doing yeah. it by yourself. That's true. What up, y'all? It's your girl, Panda, with AOD, and with me today is a special guest. I'm going to allow him to introduce himself. Well, uh, my name is Rob G. I'm from Toledo, Ohio. Um, just recently moved down here to Columbus. I just dropped a new album titled It Was Fun. It's on every streaming platform you can name, whether it's Tidal, Apple Music, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon, anywhere. It's, it's everywhere. Um, you, yeah. Uh, shit, you can follow me uh, on Twitter, Instagram, everything at The True Sensei. That's T H E T R U E S I N S E. Yeah. So it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> the experience. The experience. The moment the moment of enjoying yourself at that point in time. Like at least as far as how I wrote the album and how I sequenced the album. There's a okay, the just imagine you've been to a house party before. You doing your thing, you in your own world. You have your own scenario going on at this house party. Mm-hmm. But there's somebody else at the house party that has another scenario going on. Yeah. So in this big-ass house party, <laughs> there are different scenarios mm-hmm. going on at this party, but it is such a fucking groove. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody is having a good time, but they're still going through their shit. Yeah. So this is just about the experience to where it was like, yeah, that shit was fun. Yeah. So the whole album as a whole, are just flashing back to those experiences. Flashing back to that experience. It's, it's kind of like how you felt then. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not even how you feel now. It's how you felt then. Like, in that moment. Yeah. To where it was like, okay, this is what I wanted to do then. This is I'm, I'm doing what, what's making me happy now. So it's pretty much how you feel. It's a like a very, it's a, 
it's an introspective album, but it's it's not as like complex as Dream and Color or Mortal Gloom and Tainted Garden. So yeah, yeah, mm. I get that. Like you mm. keep saying groove, I feel like this album <laughs> is a groove. <laughs> yeah, I like how the the first track, like the intro into the album, was mm. like very ambient, and it was like for a while. Like the sounds were yeah. You let the the beat ride in for a little minute. Yeah, <laughs> and then Poetis. Am I saying it right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then she came in. The truth. She spit her, like she said her, you know how she do. Yeah. And so to me, um, I think that's kind of set the tone for the album, which is that ambient, like it's low key and not to compare you, mm-hmm. but it's low key like on an Anderson Pack type vibe where it's like mm-hmm. the sounds is what grasp you more yeah. than the lyrics and initially. Yeah, 100%. And what's funny is that <laughs> that intro happened like that by mistake. G five yeah okay so <laughs> the the email I sent G five one was it was supposed to end at a minute and one second like a minute it was supposed to end mm-hmm. at that point but I guess he got it to where her verse doesn't come in until a minute into the beat so that's why it sounds like that but. I kept it because I loved it after I heard it. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like even with the intro of the album, you don't really know what to expect after yeah. like after that. You know what I'm saying? It's like you hear this sound and it's like, okay, what in the hell is going to be next? What is this album going to be like? Like nobody right. really understands the concept of it was fun. Like it yeah. was just, you don't know what to expect. But when you get into the, the moment, it's like you, you uh, appreciate it a lot, yeah. you know? Get that. So then, mm-hmm. also, um, in the balance of, I guess one thing I was thinking of when I was, as you say, groove and how the album was a groove, mm-hmm. is in the balance of making an album. Yeah. You play with this line of like being very, like carrying the whole mood throughout the album, which is good, mm-hmm. All right. or getting like monotonous. Yeah. So how did you balance that? Like how did you keep from getting monotonous but keeping that same type of like throughout the album I wanted to make things like I wanted to make sure every sound transitioned perfectly mm-hmm. so with as far as the lyrics go I wanted it to I wanted it to all make it seem like it was about one person like or two people mm-hmm. but it's not yeah but like, it's not like there's yeah there are different things going on at this party but I kept the groove going because it's like that's how I feel right now. Like I'm, I was in, I've been in a great mood. It's, it's been, yeah, like it's been very upbeat for me. I made the music that I love listening to, like Anderson Pack, like Gold Lake, like Boss, like uh, Choker, G Five One, G Five One. That's one of the. That's my brother. He keep me on my toes every goddamn day. What's the song y'all did. Which one? Which one? <laughs> oh, yeah. On it was fun. Yeah, Which yeah. Uh, on this I mean, album, I know he worked on it, but like he had a verse on uh, what? What song was that? Call from an ex. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Y'all really have a funny way of expressing like relationships. Like you are very. I feel like you are very like. I experienced this relationship 
and I'm effed up after it. Like, yeah. Not in an effed up like you're helpless, but you're like, I've experienced this and now I, I'm feeling the the hurt. Like, yeah. Right. Juan, on the other hand, yeah, <laughs> his the way he flows about relationships on every song he it's do about relationships, different. Like you can feel his hurt too. Yeah, but he is just talking. He's cooler about it. Yeah, like he's really <laughs> just making you feel like you lost something. Like, yeah, like you making it feel like you know the person you're you're giving them your version of the experience. Mm. But Juan is just like he's telling you his version and he's letting you know that he cool. Yeah, like he's shrugging his shoulders about it, yeah, but he fucked up. But you can tell he hurt. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm a little bit more uh expressive with my yeah. like fucked upness. Yeah. Juan is much cooler than me. Yeah. So it's like But both of them y'all be going in. Like, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. I yeah, people love uh Call from an ex. And yeah, I, yeah, one of these days. Well, thank you. One of these one of these days, who knows when. One of these days, it'll be a, it'll be a G5 one and Rob G project. Also, the uh, sample. Yeah. It's freaking fire. Like, yeah, yeah. We. I had to sit there and like when it played, I was like, "Is that you? Ain't got a call?" Yeah. And it really is, but the way y'all break it up too, like the way it comes in and out on the track, is like. Yeah. Really dope. Yeah, yeah. One is, one is cool, man. One's a different type of cool. <laughs> like that's 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 my brother forever, yo. Yeah. It's like I, people love when when we are on songs together because it's it, it, it's it's told from two different perspectives, but it's like dope at the same time. Yeah. Because our styles are so different. Exactly. Yeah. You know, but it, we mesh it perfectly. We've been yeah. doing it for years. Yeah. <laughs> like we've been doing it for since high school, and that's like ten plus. Yeah. So it was like we are familiar with each other. So I keep him on his toes. He keep me on mine. Y'all stay promoting each other. Yeah, you heavy. Heavy. All the time. Healthy, you always gotta have a team. Like, yeah. And your team can be your team without put, like having to be, like not in an administrative type of way, but the ones that just encourage you. Yeah. And y'all pick y'all brains together. And yeah. Stuff. Made in the heavens too. Like, yeah. that's, oh my God. His, his relationship goes to album was fire. <laughs> super, super, super fire. Yeah. Um, shit, me and him one one day one day I I can't put dates on things anymore. Yeah. But one day projects will come out, and yeah. we've been we've talked about that all the time. It's just we always wanted to wait until things were perfect, mm-hmm. as far as like how they line up because we move off we move off the universe all the time. Yeah. So we have to make sure that everything lines up perfectly before we make any move. So mm-hmm. we've rushed enough. We rushed too many times before. We can't do that anymore. Yeah. You know so. It's a marathon, not a sprint. 100%. 100%. <laughs> I'm always plugged that in whenever I can. Yeah. The moon tells stories that the sun couldn't fathom, but the orb around the is bigger than they have imagined. Full of passion from all the kissing and mixing of the magic. Wake up in the morning like, damn, what really happened? My tarot card reader, my little poem speaker. I want to go deeper, but only with your permission. Me inside of you for my future, my fruition. I'm trying to make an addition. You remind me of a century. It's like the perfect place where I need to be And I love it when you sing to me Your voice, it always rings to me It always rings Yeah um, So what are some of your favorite tracks? Off the album? Yeah <sighs> I feel like whenever I ask somebody this, they can't answer it They're yeah. like, yeah, my favorite uh, I could say that, but I'm not um, <laughs> Everywhere is one of my favorites Okay Um 
Call from an Ex is one of my favorites. Brief Intermission is one of my favorites. Yeah, I like Brief Intermission. Uh, damn. Damn, that's... Oh, I mean, that's three. God, yeah. But I could have said she was like, because I love the intro, too. I love In the House. I love the groove. See, I love Baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I could be super biased of myself, I think I love Everywhere the most. Okay, why is that? Um, because it was um, it was different. It was different doing this song because it was something I've never done before as far as the cadence goes and the flow. Um, and just how most of it was freestyle. Where does everywhere fall in the track list? Number uh, eight. So why did you decide to put it there? Why did you decide to change the cadence up? Because I wanted, I didn't want every song to sound the same. Right. So you wait till number eight. To yeah. Get people on a different cadence. But <laughs> no, actually, it really starts a brief intermission. I know. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> like, I'm just analyzing like your layout and stuff. Cause I, yeah. I like your layout and stuff. Cause I, yeah. I find it interesting how people lay out albums. Like, mm-hmm. um, for instance, and not the always hard, but with Nipsey with Victory Lap. Yeah. It's one of them albums where it is a constant move throughout the the album like it's getting you it's sending you different messages but it's taking you on this ride and yeah. it's like a consistent ride yeah and then you have um double up which he put in as a bonus track right because he knew it was going he knew it was good and needed it needed to be a part of the project mm-hmm. but he didn't know that where to put it so yeah. he just put it towards the end mm-hmm. and i feel like i never knew it was a bonus track yeah yeah it, yeah you have you have records like those. Everywhere was one of the ones where it was like, how how blatant can I be yeah. to the woman that I adore and the woman that I appreciate? Like, how blatant can I be? Yeah. From the tippy, tippy top. Thank you, sir. Thank you, thank you, thank you for passing me the bleeding. <laughs> keep, keep all of this, too. <laughs> Baby, you can play in a row. You're being blatant. 
Yeah, <laughs> like very, because you become comfortable with the person that you love. And yeah, you got to break that comfortability. Yeah, you have to. It's like, so sometimes I might say things that might, you know, throw you off. Yeah. But it's me. Like, that's how I feel. Like, I feel comfortable enough to say this to you. Mm-hmm. So, everywhere, it was like, how more honest can I be? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know. So, a brief intermission, you reference a lot of things. You uh, referenced being the leader of the underneath. Mm-hmm. I want to address that because I'm I saw waiting. us. I'm waiting. <laughs> I saw us and I was like, what do you mean, the leader of the underneath? Yeah, glad you, wow, you are the first person to catch that. <laughs> the first person. I pay attention to a lot. Yeah, yeah, I had to, I, I broke that down a lot. Like, it was fun to me. It was a funny line. I think, that, I thought that line was pretty cool. So what did you feel about us? I loved the movie. Well, I, I I'm not going to lie, I hated the movie at first until I, like, did a little bit more research as far as, like, the references goes and the clues and shit. It was like, okay, maybe... Some little deeper to this movie, mm-hmm. um, yeah, a lot of a lot of different clues to where it leaves you guessing, and I love movies like that to where yeah. you don't really know off the bat, like you don't really know, fully know what the movie is about until you watch it, maybe like a week or two later, or maybe a month when it comes out on Blu-ray or whatever, and you see it differently. Now, now I love the movie. So how did you feel about the underneath? Yeah, so as far as my conspiracy theory goes on the movie, I feel like the Tether were the real humans. Yeah. The entire time. Yeah. But that's just my theory. Well, we know Lupita was. Yeah, we know she was, but I'm. It was. It's, it's a lot. Cause at least how I looked at it, because how could her Tether on Earth really know how to fully do ballet without her underneath? Like, I get that they're controlled by the same body, just a different soul. But mm-hmm. the only way the one on Earth can know how to fully do ballet and be great at it is the one on underneath, which was the real one, that knew it. Yeah. So I feel like those people under Earth are on... That's a lot. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, but I feel like, I feel like the... I don't know, I was kind of led down that path or upset with Lupita's character Yeah, yeah, and I, I, I agree. 
There's a lot of theories you could put yeah. with that movie. But that's the good thing about it is it gets you thinking. Yeah. And it's from Jordan Peele, who is like what in his thirties. I think like, he's 30s or 40s. Yeah, he have, like, he's not, yeah, he's not like old or anything. Yeah. So he has time to, and he's getting older. So with him being older, I feel like the older you get, the more wise you get. And you understand things differently. And you get to, at least for Jordan Peele, you get to put things out into the world differently. Yeah. You know, from what he's seen, from what he's seen over the years and his experiences and his life. And it's like how he's, Putting movies together is crazy. Yeah. And that's, I guess, a crazy, like, relation. It's crazy we got on this topic, but Mm -hmm. Jordan Peele is young. He's African-American, black. Yeah. Um, And his name? John Singleton. John Singleton. Oh, Mm -hmm. my God. I've been thinking about him all day today. I had seen online that John Singleton had the stroke yesterday. And then one of my friends texted me today, and she was like, I'm thinking about John Singleton. I'm praying that he pulled through. Mm -hmm. She's like, he remind me of your dad because, you know, I know your dad had a stroke, and I see him doing his thing, and it's encouraging. Yeah. And for me, I'm like, that's crazy. But um, the fact that we got on the conversation with Jordan Peele and John Singleton passed away today, right. it's like it kind of relates to the power of black men taking up space in mm-hmm. um, cinema. Yeah. Because with John Singleton, like <laughs> he created movies that literally have been in our community forever. Yeah. And I was thinking about that, and I was like, why haven't he gotten the light shine? like shown on him as much as some of these other people mm-hmm. and I think it's because um it was only like big in our community yeah. but when you think about business now mm-hmm. you think about entrepreneurs and black businesses and how we have all these black business movements where we're supporting black people um it's crazy because he probably been balling his whole life like yeah. he probably been balling because the black dollar is the most prominent dollar. Mm-hmm. We spend it on everything else. So this is what we're tuning into yeah. all the time. This is why VH1 is always playing these movies. Right. <laughs> so I just thought that was cool. I think that I think that black people are the greatest at hiding the truth in plain sight. Mm-hmm. It's like we give y'all the shit that's going on. It's like as far as like Black people, period. We've created so much. John Singleton gave us what? Boys in the Hood, Baby Boy, Poetic Justice. <laughs> First of all, uh, the, uh, uh, is it Snowfall? Is it Snowfall he's doing? I think Snowfall. Like he, he even got a gang of other movies. Yeah. Like it's ridiculous. He got writer credits on movies that he didn't do. <sighs> so yeah. Like he didn't. The Michael Jackson videos. He didn't remember the time. He like, <laughs> come on now. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 crazy. That's a tough loss. It's a tough loss, but it's like I things that I find comfort in with uh prominent black figures passing away is the legacy that they left. Yeah. Like these people weren't living like short. Like yeah. they were definitely reaching. So like with John Singleton, with Nipsey, with people who have just been grinding and living in their like I guess walking in their purpose mm. it gives you that bit of comfort in it yeah it ain't easy though right it ain't easy because like no. <laughs> when this passed i was sick like, yeah i was hurt but um i think that it was only because i felt like i saw everything he had in him right and so it felt like somebody kind of just snatched a lot like something that wasn't even fully like produced yet right but at the end of the day like we all got one life got yeah one. yeah that's the um that's like the saddest part about it. 
especially with Nipsey, it's like the man created so much in us in the, the amount of time that he was here. I still I haven't. haven't. Like even I, of course, like I I've been listening to Nipsey for a long time, but since he passed, I did the same thing with Mac. I haven't listened to his music. Ooh, Mac, that one. Like, was tough. I haven't. I have like a bunch of Mac Miller music on like a playlist of mine. And anytime a song comes on, I skip it because it's like it's scary to listen to sometimes. Yeah. Especially the intro to swimming. Yeah. Like, it's. That shit is dark now. Like, <laughs> but that's how. That's literally Nipsey's whole album. It's, it's beauty in it, in the darkness. Like, it's. Yeah. It's not even really like. I wouldn't say it's like too dark, but yeah. like the stuff he's saying is just like echoing now and it hits you. It's like, oh, that line, you hear it differently. Like, you already felt it. Yeah. But now. You, you really know he put his all into it. And even with Matt, because some of the lyrics that they say and the things that they say, it's like they they were kind of preparing the people they love for those moments. Yo, that's crazy. <laughs> Every time I listen, like, it's it's sick. I don't I don't listen to the... I can't listen to their music right now. Yeah. As much as I well, want to support. There, I yeah, yeah, I, I will. Still, I'll be, but I get you, because then you yeah. got to shake it off. You got to go outside and do something after that. Yeah, I, 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 I cried after Mac died. Mm. Like, I couldn't listen to shit. Yeah. And I was hurt after Nipsey died because it was so unexpected. It's like, word, like, yeah. out of all people. And that's how it was for me, kind of reverse. Like, I cried when Nipsey passed, but, like, mm. with Mac, I didn't cry at first. Yeah. I just kind of was like, I didn't understand it. I was like, this is crazy. Like, I didn't understand Nipsey either, but, like, it took me a minute, probably a day, or not even a day, but once I found out, maybe a couple hours later with Nip, I started, yeah. like, crying a little bit. But it was, like, just shedding tears, not bawling. Mm. But with Mac, I didn't cry. But when I hear his music, it just seems so odd. Like, I don't even think it seemed like Mac did still. Like, I don't yeah. even remember until somebody say something. Yeah, yeah. It's, I, I still can't. I'm always support both. It's just right now it's scary to listen to the music now that they pass. Especially because you come from that perspective of an artist. Like, yeah. So it's like, for yeah, fam, they were like, full oh. on men and they had full on lives outside of music, but yeah, they had an artist's mind. And like we both know like as artists and as creators that when you are pushing yourself to mm-hmm. your limits and always going outside of your box, yeah, you got to like condition yourself. Right, 100%. <laughs> you got to condition yourself. One hundred percent. It's it's scary because you can literally go insane mm-hmm. doing a Somebody bunch of shit. Said that. Who, Nip, he said uh, doing victory lap. He he went insane mm-hmm. because you gotta go so deep inside yourself yeah. to find that big like all the creative the creativity that you have inside yourself. You mm-hmm. have to go that deep. Yeah. And you have to be there for as long as your project takes. Right. <laughs> so. If you're doing a 16-track album, you're there for a long time. Yeah, it takes a lot. It takes a lot of work to put into, like, your babies. Mm-hmm. Like, these albums are our babies. Yeah. So these are things that we put in a lot of time to to make mm-hmm. and to create. And to where, like, it's, I feel like we put everything into it. But then we make another album, and then we put everything into that. You know, it may not seem like it sometimes if this album don't sound as good as this album, but I still put my all into it is what I felt my all. Yeah. Well, so I I think it's just you have to stay as grounded as possible. I try not to. I, I've been going outside a little bit more <laughs> lately. That's just always good. 
Yeah, like I can't. I used to stay inside so much, and now I can't. I can't do that now. I get bored too easily. Yeah, let's talk about seasonal depression. Because yeah, being tough. indoors because it's cold outside. I feel mm-hmm. like I always gotta like pick myself up when it starts getting warm and just like open the windows up. Yeah, like, step outside because I feel like that. Us in Ohio going through that winter mm-hmm. weather, we just get into a rut like naturally. Yeah. But then we thrive when the sun is out. <laughs> yeah, it's during the winter time. It's just full of music for me. Mm-hmm. Like that's the only thing that keeps me like upbeat and learning new things. Yeah. Like I have to learn as much as I can in the winter time because I'm not outside that much. Yeah. So it's like if I'm inside and all I because during the winter time I work and I'm at home. Yeah. And that's it. And I try to like stay as busy as possible, like working on my craft, even when I'm in the crib. But if I'm outside the crib, I'm probably in somebody's studio. Mm-hmm. I'm at work, or you know, I'm just like out doing something. But shit happens. You you can get depressed yeah. being and in the crib. You always gotta prioritize time outside of working on your craft. Yeah. And working at your job, like you right. have to prioritize time to just like do something. Yeah. Like, yeah, you need time to you chill can out. Relax. Yeah. yeah. Like. You really need time to chill out because if you don't, then shit can get hectic. And you can become, like, irritable and frustrated easily. Like, so you really need time to yourself to just get away and just think about other things than the normal, usual shit. Yeah. So So you reference a lot to um, basically being sent from God in a way. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Not to do the hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But I don't know how to say that correctly sometimes. You try to, like, I try to be gentle with my words on everything when it comes to religion or, you know, beliefs. Mm-hmm. But how do you feel like you, because you mentioned, you know, you you said, I don't remember exactly how you worded it, but you said um, your job is to spread the word, spread knowledge to the world. Yeah. Spread knowledge to the world. Right. How do you feel like that should, how do you feel like you were appointed to do that? Mm. Um, because I feel like I've been able to tell um, life and different perspectives um as far as like storytelling goes i'm able to sit there and give you the perspective of like multiple people Mm -hmm. and to give you different insights on how i may view things or how i feel things should be yeah um because it's just wisdom i feel like i've i've right now i'm just turned 27 i feel like 67 mentally (laughs) I feel like the older I get, the better I get. I feel like the wise, like I get stronger yeah. mentally. Um, so as far as me spreading my message, it's like all I, all I can, all I know is to be true with who I am spiritually and who I am like on, on a physical level. Mm-hmm. So that's like my only thing. Like I can, I can, only thing I can really do is teach you game like that's all i really know like i've i take i I don't know what it is but i take on like a the big dog role like that's just the big dog like and and i just i just i don't know big dog role on like whenever what that whatever circle you're running around yeah well sort of because it's like i've been doing music for a long time like since i was a kid i've known what i wanted to do for a long time so with me getting older, experience makes you a big dog. Yeah, I feel like not really just a shot, not really just a size, but 
your experience with things and your your the talent level and your um intellect makes you a big dog because it it gives you the freedom to be able to kick game you know what i'm saying <laughs> Yeah, you know, it it literally gives you the freedom to to um to teach someone. Yeah. That's why I even like changed my Instagram and Twitter name to the True Sensei. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but Sensei isn't spelt the way like Sensei normally is. There's Sin S I N. We all know what our seven sins are. And then with say S E, that means without. So if you do it without sin. Okay. You know, but it's still <laughs> sensei. I'm still kicking game. The game is to be sold and never told. Protect a black woman from a baby till she's old. Like, that's just game. Like <laughs> I don't know I don't know another way to put it. It's just I I'm able to kick game so easily. Like it's just what I've been doing. Yeah. It's experience. That's literally all it is. For me. So what do you feel like you're doing now as far as like, you said you've been doing it for a minute. Mm -hmm. How have you seen the graduation of what you have done from when you begun to now? Just experimenting, trying different things, listening to different things. I don't listen to the same music. Like as far as when I start listening to music in the morning, like on the way to work or it's not rap. It's never rap. Yeah. <laughs> like it's never that. It's probably some alternative shit or some R and B shit or some rock shit. Like not rock, but I'm going as far as like Tame Impala or I might listen to some Blood Orange or maybe the internet and it might go to the internet is crazy. Yeah. Like it might go to Solange, it might go to Tyler the Create. Like it these are all like different things that I I'm love. Like, I love it. I listened to it a little bit, but I couldn't mm. pick it up yet. Like, I couldn't pick it up. And I was like, I know it's good. Like, I know she puts art together well. Mm -hmm. But I didn't get it enough to dive into it. Yeah, it's dope. It's a different It's a different energy from her last album. Yeah. Much different. It's literally a, a vibe to where yeah. you just... If you put it on and you just chill out on the couch or just... Like with if you watching interviews like on mute or whatever, mm -hmm. and you just listening to it, it's a beautiful album. Yeah, that's the way watching interviews on mute though. Like yeah, it's good to see people talk and interact and like right. still be doing something else. Yeah, because you want to watch it, but then you be like, man, I gotta type this up or I gotta listten to this and I gotta edit this audio. Yeah. So you need your ears for other stuff. So right. You just put the interview on mute. <laughs> yeah, and then plus like watching other interviews or just watching things with mm -hmm. on like on mute, it helps you understand people's body language better. Yeah. Like, to now, I'm not, I can't hear you, so now I, like, really have to see you. I really have to pay attention to you. So, I guess that's one of my, like, favorite things to do, is just, just watch things on mute. Like, I don't need to hear everything. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's, it's just weird things that I do sometimes. Yeah. So. So, you from Toledo. Yeah. Born and raised. Columbus right now. Yeah. yeah. What ways are you, like, diving into, like, the Columbus scene or, like... Have you really have you have you been experiencing Columbus or have you just been in a, like shell? Uh no, I've been experiencing Columbus. It, doing the uh, honesty hour, um, open mics and performing at Al Rosa Villa and um, just 
chopping it up with different people. I'm literally yeah. seeing how diverse yeah. the rap communities are. Yeah. In Columbus. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah. It's like, enjoyable like everybody I'm cool with that's a rapper is in different groups. Like yeah. as far as like different sounds, different sides of town. Mm-hmm. And so it's crazy that I know all of them and I see how hard they all push their music. Yeah. And they all have different crowds. Yeah. Like separate crowds. Mm. Yeah. I think it's just I think it's dope to see the different crowds that's going on here cuz it's like you see so many like different people. It's crazy to see. Like I would when I performed at Al Rosa Villa, it was just like I've never experienced anything like this before. Yeah. Like as far as the crowd that was there, the people that was performing, like it was different for me. But I had no idea. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check it out. <laughs> That's a dope venue. Super dope. Big stage. Nice little pit. Well not, not it's not a little pit, but it's a nice size pit down there. It's dope though. So do you have any shows coming up? Um I can't say all of them. <laughs> no, you don't even have to say all of them, but you Yeah, say. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have there will be a party soon. Okay. Yeah. So y'all yeah. haven't even started promoting yet. Nah, but there there will be some promotion soon. We okay. will have it'll be a it'll be a groovy night because we some unreleased music will play. Okay. Um some great things are gonna happen. Nice. Yeah, so when I, right now I'm working on um getting the merchandise ready. Mm-hmm. Um physical copies will be be prepared in May. Um Will this be collaborative or this is all me you know as far as like how i'm putting it together how i want things to look Mm -hmm. um as far as like promotion things on like online or Mm -hmm. of course i got you know g5 wine and you know made in the heavens and Mm -hmm. trip and poetis and everybody is gonna you know help like usually how i would do for them or you know things of what you know that nature but as far as like me putting everything together like it's 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 me you know like that's (laughs) like that's the only way I could fully be happy with it. Yeah. As to where if like, I'm a I'm a tough critic. Yeah. You know, and I love things to be presentable, and I want things to um, be seen how I see it. I know that may sound like you no, know, okay, but yeah, I'm just I don't know, I'm just weird I think about I things. I got a little bit of that in me too. So, are there any last words you want to tell the people listening? <sighs> Man, enjoy the moment. Enjoy the moment and live what you know. Like, live by who you are as a person forever. Um, It was fun is an experience. It's an honest album. It's a a different album because I didn't want to make the same shit, you know. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, just shit. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. Where can people find you? <laughs> yeah, uh, Instagram, Twitter at the True Sensei, um, T H E T R U E S I N S E. Um, yeah, that's all right, y'all. Well, y'all heard it here. Go listen to the album. Make sure y'all cop that real soon. Also, be on the lookout for Rob G's up and coming events where you can cop a hard copy. Yeah. Uh, you can find all of the information on this interview at AOD Media Group on Instagram and Facebook. 
Um, just search Army of Dreamers. You can find me on any streaming platform. Rob G. It was Peace. fun. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>